Maverick Pasquale. Thank you for joining us today. I believe God has a word for you. I know God loves you and has a plan for your life. So listen to this live service and let God speak to you. Welcome, world. Thank you for joining us here in Rome. And I want to take a minute. I've asked the congregation here in Rome to give me a minute to tell you, our dear church around the world, that we have launched a legacy campaign. It's a campaign to purchase the very first building ever in 32 years of ministry here in Rome, right here, so, so that it could be our church. We have no room. Our classrooms, we're out of classrooms, we're out of offices. We just need more space. And we need more chairs and, and auditorium space. And so, because you get to sit in the comfort of your home or office to watch us every week, I'm going to ask you to partner with us. And so, on your screen right now is our campaign called Legacy, Building for a Legacy. And, and that is there, and there are links now for you to log on to learn more about that. But also, right now, there's ways that you can give online. So, over the course of the next year, I'm asking you, the world, to join us in building the very first building here in Rome, Italy. We want you to partner. We, we know that you're being blessed. Your testimonies come in every week to tell us how God has answered your prayer. And we just want you to be a part. We already feel like you're a part here in Rome. And we love you. We, we care a lot about you. And we want you to be a part of this significant milestone in the history of our church, International Christian Fellowship of Rome. So God bless you for your faithfulness. And now I want you to listen to this message that God has given to me to tell you. God bless you. See how that works? Okay. Our series this month is called Faith Moves Our Relationships. The people today read to you our Bible verse of the month. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. You know, when you think about that, if you're going to keep in step with the Spirit, in other words, you're going to walk with God, I can tell you that He's going to help you in your relationships that you have. And all of us have relationships. There's a Bible verse for this year that we are, are using, and, and, and the Bible verse comes from Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, and it, and it specifically says that we can speak to a mountain, it can move. Now, that's a pretty good thing, that if you have a problem in your life, that you can speak to it, and it can move. Well, you can't move a mountain, but the God inside of you can move the mountain. Hello? If you could move a mountain, you'd be well sought after as a person in the planet. Hey, move that mountain. We're going we're gonna to build a new road, okay? 
But since you can't move mountains, God can move mountains. Well, the mountains that we're talking about this month are difficulties that are in our lives. Obstacles, problems. Some of us have little problems that turn into big problems. Some of us have big problems that get bigger. Hello? Am I in the right church today? I I wish all of our problems would all be little and we just move them aside. Because anybody can move a little problem. But when the problem gets big, it gets harder. And so today, I want us to understand that God is working for us. I'm going to say that again. God is working for us. So that those of you that were not here on week one or week two, I want to give you a quick highlight. And then today, I'm only going to give you one point. Because I want to spend extra time praying at this altar. Because I believe that the God that we pray to is the God that can move those mountains. I'm going to say that again. The God we're about to pray to can move those mountains in your life. So if faith moves our relationships, as I said in week number one, then the fruit of the Spirit will be evident. It will be there. Love, joy, peace. I mean, the, the list. We've already read it now a couple times. It will be evident in your life. Now, all of us, and I'm going to say this at the end of this message, all of us need more of God in our lives. So that means we need more of these fruits. The Bible calls them fruits to be evident in our life. Does anybody, and you don't have to raise your hand because your husband may be watching or your friend may be watching, but does anybody need more love in your life? Does anybody need any more meekness in your life? temperance. Anybody need any more self-control in your life? Now, probably if I'd asked that, and and if you'd really be honest, when I said the word self-control, everybody in the room would probably raise their hand. And most of the people watching online would probably knock over their computer because they, if they were being honest, nobody was watching them right now, they would probably say, yeah, I need a little more self-control. These, if God is moving these mountains, then what will happen from that is your personal and interactive relationship with God will be incredible. Your personal relationship with God will grow. Your marriage and family relationships will get stronger. We all want our marriages to get stronger. We all want our relationships with our children to get better. And then for those of you few in the room, when we have our grandchildren, we want those relationships strong, right? We talked to our 11-year-old grandson this week, just the other day, via, um, you know, you can pick up these pads and you can talk around the world. It's a pretty cool thing we do. And, uh, and, uh, and Gigi, who is my wife, is known as, instead of Grandma, she didn't like that name, so she picked the name Gigi. And, and so she goes on the live stream to talk to, or FaceTime, to talk to Rocco, our firstborn grandson, Italian. And uh, just thought you wanted to know. And, and, and he didn't answer. He never not answers. And so she says, Rocco, I want to talk to you. He says, give me a minute, Gigi. I'm busy. My wife looked at me and she says, Rocco just told me to give him a minute. 
I said, well, maybe he, he, he's busy. Or, he said, no, he's not allowed to be busy. And I mean, my wife was upset that Rocco wouldn't immediately answer the phone. And so about five minutes later, Rocco called back and Gigi says to him, Rocco, what were you doing? He said, I was playing with my friends. <laughs> Gigi looked at me and she said, huh, I wonder what that means. I said, he's getting older, Gigi. He's not a teenager yet, but he's getting older. So when we talked to him, I said, hey, Rocco, do me a favor. When Gigi calls, answer the phone. It makes it easier around here. <laughs> Got it, Poppy. Got it. But when we want our relationships to be stronger, I say this all the time. If you could fix all your problems, you'd fix all your problems. I say we need God to help us fix our problems. That's the same thing that happens in our relationships. We need God to help us in our relationships, not only with our marriage and our family, but in our work relationships. Oh, my. Anybody of you have no problems at work? Some of you are saying, we work together. I better not raise my hand. <laughs> my boss is sitting in this room. I better not raise my hand. I got you. My boss is watching live stream. Don't, please. You understand? God can help you in your community relationships. We believe this is a community. We believe your community groups in Rome are, is a part of the community. Tonight, I get to go to a great church called Latina. Uh, it's assembly church, and it's an Italian assembly. Our friends here, uh, their parents attend that church. Are you coming back to Latina tonight to hear me two times? Oh, God bless you. But I get to go uh, speak in an all-Italian church tonight and look Italian and probably put a tie on. And, and Pastor Jen will wear a little doily on her head. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's kind of cool. And, uh, but we're going to go to that relation and be a part of that community. Now, after they are done, there's going to be all these people that they want to take me to dinner. Well, it's so late, and, but they want to be. So tonight, I won't get back to Rome till probably 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning but I'm going to get to be with a community that I love. They're my brothers and sisters in Christ, and, and, and they, going, they want to hear what I've got to tell them tonight. That's a community, of relate, but I've got to work at it in order for that to be a healthy community, right? You can't just show up. You've got to be a part of it. That's why I've encouraged you so much as a part of this church. Don't just sit in the chair. That's not good. It's not healthy. Do something. In this growing, thriving church, there's something for everyone to do. You can find your place to serve in this church. And last week, Pastor Jen talked about a lot of things, but one of the things that she talked about is in the difficult times of our relationships, navigating those relationships. Wow. You, you, Unfortunately, we all go through those times in our life where it's difficult. And then sometimes it's in the betrayal in relationships. Sometimes those people close to us betray us. And she dealt with that. But she made this great statement, don't quit on God because somebody quits on you. I'm going to say that again. Don't quit on God because somebody quits on you. 
God can help restore. God can help bring back. And God can help bring resolution in those situations. See, I'm here to tell you, my friend, that just like she said in that video at the end of her message, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is the one that is in control. And he's going to be with you every step of the way. And when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, when you go through some difficult seasons of your life, God will be with you. As was said, his light is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. Oh, I love that. His love never changes. As the band sang today, it's a good, good father we got here. A heavenly father that loves you. No matter what you've done, no matter how many mistakes you've made, he still loves you. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. His yoke is easy. And his burden is light. I wish I could describe him better to you. Yes, he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. Hallelujah. You can't get him out of your mind and you can't get him off your head. You can't outlive him and you can't live without him. He's my king. He's the author and finisher of my faith. He's the author and finisher of your faith. Hallelujah. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him, and Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. He's my king. I know him. Do you know him? Do you know him today? He's my king. He's your king. And it's time that you allow the king to show up in your life. And in those relationships, I'll guarantee you, he will help you. Now, you can get that in your spirit if you want to. There's only one king. There's only one Lord. He needs to be the Lord in all of your relationships whether at home, on the job, at school, it doesn't matter. In our church, the Lord has to reign in our lives. If you want to have success in life, he's got to reign in your life. He can't be second. He can't be third. He can't be last. He can't be something you think about later. Oh, I guess we better pray now. He's got to be first. He's got to be Lord. He's got to be in control. And if that happens in your life, you will find Find out that the God that reigns will come through in every one of those situations and you will find those mountains start coming down. That's what you want. Nobody wants to live their life with mountain after mountain after mountain, problem after problem after. You want those mountains dispersed. You want the mountains, but sometimes you gotta have songs like that. Sometimes you have to have words like this that just jump into your spirit. My God reigns. Say, where'd you get that song? For over a year, every time I went to a pulpit, 
the year that I had that tumor in my head that most of you know my story. A tumor's in my head, could die at any moment. In my ear, buds that were in my ear. Before I walked to a pulpit, wherever I was preaching in the world, I'd be playing that song. My God reigns. My God reigns. I never missed a Sunday. While I was in the bed, <laughs> I couldn't get out of the bed. The radiation had eaten me up. I knew I could die at any moment. I had it playing 24 hours a day. Next to that was Psalm 91, playing 24 hours a day, as loud as I could get them. People would come to visit me in my room, and they could hear Psalm 91. Oh, I'm just telling you. Then they'd hear, our God reigns. And I'd find out, you know what? They're going through a difficult situation. And we'd start praying in the middle of them seeing what God was doing in my life that any moment I could die, I knew that God still reigned. And I may have to go through a little bit of a difficulty. There may have to be a big monster of a mountain in front of me. But at the end of the day, God was going to get all the glory. God was going to see us through. I had to trust in the Lord my God. Did you hear me? You listen to today, whether you're halfway around the world, you may have that big mountain in front of you saying, how is this going to work? All I know is God still reigns. He can be in control if you let him be in control. That was my introduction. I only have one point. We allow the Holy Spirit to take over. Point number one. There's no point two. There's no point three. You got one point. We allow the Holy Spirit to take over. You say, what are you talking about? We believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Did you hear what I said? You should believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's just not something that you hear about. The Holy Spirit should be evident in your life. So that means the fruits of the Spirit should be evident in your life. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Come on, you can read it. Right there it is. Forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. That's awesome. That can be evident in your life. Then we got to get our flesh out of the way. Your flesh has got to get out of the way. In order for your flesh to get out of the way, you've got to get more of God in your life. I'm going to say that again. In order for your flesh to get out of the way, you've got to get more of God in your life. The Holy Spirit wants to be the wind in the whirlwind. You think about the miracles of God. God wants to be in the middle of them. He wants to allow the Holy Spirit to be evidence. You know, you talk about fiery furnaces. You know the story. He wants to be your fourth man in the fire. He, he doesn't want you to go through the fire by yourself. He's going to be in the fire with you so that you don't even come out like smelling like smoke. That will be amazing because you will say, wow, look what God has done. See, you're going to see this on the screen you can't have supernatural results with man-made approaches. So whether you're Spanish or Italian, it's there. You're not going to miss the translation of this today. 
If you don't get anything else out of this message today, I want you to get this. You can't have supernatural results with man-made approaches. If you keep doing it man's way, you're going to have man's faults, woman's faults. Well, don't blame all the men. <laughs> Do you hear what I just said? Well, you, he only said the men make mistakes. We all know that ain't true. Listen, if you want a different resolution, if you want a different result, you can't keep doing it the same way. I'm suggesting to you today that you put God in the middle of that process. Quit letting him be an afterthought that we're going to now bring in God because we're now in crisis mode. Get in front of this thing. Don't get way back here and say, oh man, I wish I could get out of this. Oh, I wish I could get out of this. Oh, I wish I could. My goodness, our God reigns. He reigns in your life. Get authority in your life. When you speak to the mountains, don't say, oh mountain, I think you ought to leave right now. <laughs> oh mountain, it'd be a good idea if you don't just move on over. In the name of Jesus, mountain, get out of here. Sickness, get out of here. Problem, get out of here. Say, well, I don't speak like you. Well, the Holy Spirit in me speaks like that. That same Holy Spirit's in you. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit. Say, why do you need fire? Because the fire just kind of ignites, the fire purifies. The fire cleans up a little bit. Some of us need a little more cleaning up. Allow the Holy Spirit to do that for you. You'll watch how your attitude will change. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Don't you want your husband to be nicer? Women, women. I'm going to get him right now. You just let me do it. This ain't the time for you. Yeah, listen to that dude right now. <laughs> Don't you want your husband to respond nicer when you say something? No, shh. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. <laughs> How's that going to happen? Well, he's not a Christian. He's about to be a Christian. Say, so what do you mean by that? The Bible says in Acts 16, 31, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your family will be saved. Do you hear what I just said? All the promises of God are true. Do you hear what I said? God doesn't break promises. You say, well, my husband's not a Christian now. He's about to be a Christian because it's a promise of God. That means God's going to change him from the inside out. So there will be a change. Now, women, I'm not going to pick on you, though I should. It works both ways. If you want a better response, be like Christ. Now it would be a good chance, ladies, to say amen. amen. If you'd like a better response, be like Christ. Let the Holy Spirit be evident in your life. You respond like the fruits of the Spirit, and you'll see a little different response out of the man. You'll see it. But if you keep hammering them, I'm telling you, 
It's not be easy. Same thing with our kids. You want the fruit to be evident in their life? Don't hammer them. Well, you got to correct them. Yeah, there's a time of correction. But if you're always correcting, you're going to find out it, they're going to get older. Love, joy, peace. Long, it still works in the relationship with kids too. Oh, you're really getting down to the brass tacks here now. I'm talking about life. Everyday life. What about my work? Yes, same thing works. That guy is obstinate. He makes terrible decisions. I'm smarter than him. Don't think like that. God has you in that chair for a reason. He's put you in that job for a reason. Because he trusts that the fruit of the Spirit will be evident in your life and that the world around you will see Jesus. Hello? Everybody should have said amen on that. And five of you said it. So our prayer is we want more of God in our lives. There's not one of us in this room, and I'm, I'm the first guy. There's not one of us in this room that doesn't need more of God. If we all, in a moment, that when I invite you to this altar, you come to this altar like I'm about to ask you, and you say, God, I need more of you in, your, in my life. I can tell you God is ready to do that. He's ready to show you that he will show up. We get more of God. Our relationship's going to get better. We get more of God, then the broken relationships will get mended. They will be healed. Remember, if you want your marriage to get better, you need more of God. If you want your relationship with your kids to get better, you need more of your God. God will show up. If you want better relationships at work, you need more of God. If you want better relationships in your communities, you need more of God. Is there ever a time we don't need more of God? No. Look at your neighbor and say, no. All right, bullheads. I mean, I I didn't really say that, did I? Did you not hear? I said, look at your neighbor and tell them no. Right now. Some of you still didn't do it. And you're wondering why. You don't even listen to the pastor. I got you. Hear me. Gentleness. Meekness. Temperance. Kindness. Those are incredible gifts, aren't they? They're incredible fruits. If they're evident in your life, why why are they more evident? More of God. More of the Holy Spirit. Listen, my friend, they don't just show up in your life and all of a sudden we got it all. You keep going. None of us have gotten there yet. We all got to keep going. You know, later next month, there's going to be an event that we do in our church and it's on influence and it's on relationships. You don't want to miss this. It's for everybody in the house. A lot of people have said, Pastor, you go to all these conferences and you're the speaker and you're the guest. Why don't you come be the guest at our church? <laughs> so I'm, me and Pastor Jim, we're going to be the guests. And we're going we're to do this conference as if we were in another country, another church. 
Later this year, we're doing one in Brussels and another one in this country. And, I, and, and so I'm going to do one right here. And we're going to get right down to it in a lot of things on that weekend. It's just a few hours on one day. But I'm inviting all of you. So get some more practical things to help you in your relationships. And we all need more help. I said I had one point. I have one. You have more of the Holy Spirit in your life. You allow the Holy Spirit to take over. I'm telling you, it'll be incredible. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over. Would you bow your heads? Today you've heard a word from the Lord, and I believe God has spoken to you. So if you say this prayer with me, I know God can change your life. They're saying it live here in Rome right now with me because God can change your life. God has a plan for you. I've told you that. And I want you to believe it with all of your heart. So will you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life this day. Change me. Help me, I pray, oh God, I'm going to live for you. Friend, if you've just said that prayer, I can tell you that God has just changed you and has come into your life. Now, I believe that today you may have listened to this and you've known that God already lives in your life. Well, God wants to speak to you and help you. So I'm going to pray a second prayer, and that prayer is for a miracle to happen for you this day. I believe in miracles. I know you do as well. So let's pray and let God touch you right where you're listening to this sermon. Lord, I thank you today for my friend that has heard this message. Lord, I know that they have needs and situations that's going on in their life. God, you're a big God, and you hear and answer our prayers. So today, oh God, will you hear this prayer from your humble servant? God, will you answer this prayer on my new friend's behalf? Will you heal them? Will you touch them? Will you guide them? Lord, come in right now, wherever they're listening, Lord, and answer their prayer. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. If you've just said that prayer and listened to that prayer with me, I know that God has spoken to you. Would you do me a big favor? You're going to see, scrolled on the bottom of this, a website with an email address. If you said the prayer that said, God, come into my heart, or today you're believing with me for a miracle, I want you to drop us a quick note and say, hey, pastor, I want you to continue to pray for me and my family. You know, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life, and I'll guarantee you, your best days are still in front of you. So God bless you, and join us next week.